Podcast. Pop culture. Subculture. Music. Horror. Sex. Politics. Art. And overall bad This is Society 13. Redefining Podcasting. Music. Music. Horror. Horror. Subculture. Subculture. And overall bad Welcome, Welcome to Kettle, to Kettle Whistle, Whistle, Whistle Radio. Radio. With your hosts, your hosts Dave, Dave and Sean. Sean. Folks, friends, and fiends, we got Captain Sexy back in the house. Hello. <laughs> uh, we got so much to talk about, we can't talk about it. <laughs> Show's over. That's all right. <laughs> Good night, folks, and Merry Christmas. <laughs> so anyway, so what did you do last week? Or well, That was two weeks ago, right? Yeah, two weeks ago. What did we do? You did something. Come on. <laughs> Captain Sexy sucks right now. He's back and he's like blowing me off completely right now. Are you All referring right. to said show we went to? Said show. Right, said Fred. Yeah, man. All right, so Slayer? Yeah, final tour. Final yeah. campaign. Final campaign. <laughs> like that's real. Um, They'll be it, back. Is it like really? Oh, <laughs> don't get me started with the piss on I don't me. know. I don't know if they will be back. I, I, I mean, from what I've read from Tom or I, I, I just, I think he's done. I think he's, you yeah, know, he he's... had neck surgery years ago. He can't headbang anymore like he used to love. And <laughs> That's not a reason to retire. He, uh, well, I read an article that he just, you know, he, uh, you know, he didn't have the love for it anymore that he did because oh. his passion was sort of taken away, not being able to get, like, into the music and, like, thrashing around and headbanging. And it was part of, like, his bass playing. So That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get it. I get Plus, it. Plus, his it, kids are older now. He wants to spend time yes, with his family. That for my, uh, it's all about kung fu for him and his kids. They're all black, or he's a black belt. And he's teaching his kid, or I didn't getting even his, know that. Yeah, they're all uh, well. At least he is, and his daughter is really it's kung fu or jujitsu. Not sure which. Hmm. We both took. You're a black belt. Taekwondo. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I I 
yellow belt in kung fu, which means Sean can kick my ass. Um, <laughs> sort of. You might uh, get lucky. I might get, I might get, I might get lucky. You better be able to run fast. Yeah. <laughs> I can run really fast, but I got really I can strong run legs. Fast too. <laughs> and that's how he got the job anyway. Sometimes every hand solo needs a Chewbacca. <laughs> but yes, Captain Sexy is back in the house and so glad that you're listening. And I'm so sorry that you're listening. Peace on earth except to you. It's Christmas time. It's almost Christmas time, yeah. It is upon us. We're like 24 days away. Ugh. Well, it'll be by the time you hear this, we recorded this 24 days away. So I'm putting it up tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> he you know, laughs. 23 days away. He laughs at me. He's like, yeah, sure you will. That'll be a quick turnaround. So, yeah, really important to note, since you sit in this room, this studio of mine, um, you're surrounded by, what would you call this, uh, horror, sci-fi, nostalgic madness? Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I mean, I spent $1,001 on giant robot Japanese imported models. Now, that wouldn't sit well with most people's spouses. <laughs> <laughs> but it keeps me very busy. Yeah, man. I, I you haven't seen half the shit. Look at this. Wait, 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 wait. See what just fell? Pick that up. See That's that? Camera. That yeah. Look at that. Be careful. I put him together. Really? Yes. But internally, you have to put him. It's a camera uh, toy slash model, but all the limbs are internal. Meaning hmm. they have to be glued internally, and then you snap them in. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, he's fully posable. But, yeah, I never had a Gamera toy in my life. I just wanted him to kick Godzilla's ass just once, I used to love collecting once. those VHSs. I'm sure we've talked yeah, about Yeah, I know. That's when we, shows, you were first on. We talked yeah. about you and your VHS. I had all kinds of toys. I had the Godzilla, the, the like, two-foot-tall Godzilla that shot its fists out. Yeah. And, um, and he had a flame of, what was his it? His like, tongue was his, like a flame. A flame, yeah. And yeah it should have been. Well. There was a button, and it was his tongue flame would, like, roll out. <laughs> yeah. That was a cool toy. So, Sean, Captain Sexy, and myself, Miss D, and Jeremy, his brother, all went to go see Slayer's <laughs> final show. And? Not, yeah, and uh, Ministry. Oh, my God, dude. And Primus. You know why I was there, though. For the first time, I was not there for ministry really? or Slayer. You yeah, know. Yeah, I've, I've seen ministry several times. No, but you and, know why I was there. Yeah, but and I've seen Slayer a few times. And I didn't actually go for Slayer or ministry this time. I wanted to see Primus, which I've never seen live. But I wanted to several times. I, I wanted to hear the Pantera songs that Phil and Selma and the Illegals did again. <sighs> I, just hearing those songs live again. Deep breath um, was like, exhale, wow. exhale, 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 and they did them really well too. Oh my God! No, it was. Uh, um, I saw Pantera, you know, from Inception, the basement in Dallas, Texas, and uh, that was their home territory where they used to book Allison Chains and Tool to open up for them because they wanted to see them every night. But Pantera, and that's uh, they're my heart and soul. So is Def Leppard. I know. I get a lot of shit for that. Um, but he nailed it that night. Phil came out, and I love the fact that we, we got to the hotel, and you're like, we got to get there before 6, because Phil says he's going on at 6. Like, right at 6. Like, And I did not want to miss an ounce of what they were doing. Oh, my 
Um, and we and I, I, my favorite part was I don't even I don't even think that they were gonna play this love, but they played this love. <gasps> and then my favorite part was somebody from the floor audience threw a threw a joint up on the stage. And Phil's like, thank you, Columbus, for the joint, or whatever he said exactly. But yes. anyway, and then he like walked around and talked to each of the band members from what I could see, and then they went into this love. And I was like, wow, that's one song I always wanted to hear live. And I, I saw them at OzFest a few times play. They and, may not uh, have played this love at OzFest. I, I, I don't know that they ever played that, but uh, hmm. I always really dug that song. So, Oh, it's visceral. It's so, it digs mm-hmm. right in. Even even if you're a girl, <laughs> girls like this love. Um, it just it, it's a pounding heart. Like here we go. I hate you, and you did this to me. But we can go with five minutes alone. On top of that, but dude, for me it was becoming. He played becoming. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Now, I met a few guys, a couple of roadies that knew the guitarist. Do you know the guitarist that was in that band? Because he was nailing Dimebag shit, like nailing it. Now, I, met, I, I there was a few things, if you, you can pick and point, whatever. Such a well, tribute to Dimebag's guitar. Yeah, I mean, they did. Really, but, but the thing was, there's two guitarists in the Illegals. Yes. So, I mean... Does it take two guitarists to play yes. Dimebag's music? I would I say 100% yes. Uh, I've seen them. What Dimebag did live, no one can replicate. You can't. Even Rex, who I got to play pool with, Rex had to keep up with him all the time and pump that bass out. And he had to learn, like, Jesus Christ, this guy is a phenomenon. And I'll always miss. But the best part, honestly, what started the night off for me on a good note and yeah, metal is positive, you freaks. <laughs> Phil steps on the stage, 601, 6 o'clock and one minute, and says, this one's for Diamond Vinny. And dude! Yeah, but then he said, I want to see a circle pit over here. here. I want to see a circle pit over there. there. And I want to see a circle pit up there in the stands. In the whatever. freaking stands. <laughs> and so me and Sean started a pit on our own. <laughs> and they and they gave it to him, man. I mean, you know, it was a it was a really large audience. The floor was filled. The uh, the uh, first uh, few um, rows of the seating was yes. all filled up. There were quite a bit of people there. I was oh, surprised. Yeah. And um uh, it was it was it was really good to just hear those songs again. I, it's I can't one, say that enough, dude. I'm glad you was I, that. I wait. miss I miss them. There's a hole oh. in music because they're not there. Interesting that you say that. Um, a friend of mine I went to college with. He's a state trooper. Um, Chad, throw out to Chad right now. State trooper, fascist. Kidding. Um, we uh. He wanted me to go to Las Vegas with him to see the show again, which was last week. Mm-hmm. I think it was that the final show. I'm not sure. No, the final shows were actually the fi- the final show was actually last night in mm. uh, uh, Los Angeles. I forget the venue they played at, but they wanted to end the tour at that venue. And um, I want to say the last two nights, uh, Friday and Saturday, were back to back. Maybe at that venue. But, okay. Um, well, Chad, I Chad. could be wrong. Chad, like, I don't know, he texted me, I, I think it was like the night before Thanksgiving. I'm not sure. And um, he's like, he sent me these pictures, and he's like, waiting for Phil, waiting for Phil. It was like an empty arena, sort of empty. And 
at 5.55, Phil shows up, and the place filled up. Now, even Miss D, you, can we go, oh, my God. He filled an arena mm-hmm. at 6 o'clock. Fuck. Exactly. Uh, what was that? Was it a Tuesday or Wednesday night? It was. It was a. Uh, it was a Tuesday night. Oh my God. Tuesday in Columbus. Yeah. Filled it. Now, we're old rockers. You're a little bit younger than us. We have never seen an opening act fill an arena Mm-mm. in this no. day and age ever at six o'clock. <laughs> I and I love it. I I appreciate the order too because. Uh, mm, yeah. And maybe Slayer would want it that way, too, because you kind of have yes. a down, sort of groovy with Primus before Boom. Slayer comes on and blows your Thank mind. You. But, um, you know, Phil comes on with his his band, The Illegals, and they do the Pantera set. And then Ministry comes on and just, you know, they play all their old late 80s, early Jesus 90s classics. It was all meat, no potatoes. It was just like... Oh my God! Meat off the bone. Really, it was really good. It, it was like in case you f- didn't feel like showing up live, if you have that ministry, did it. Um, they missed. I feel like it was probably like Lollapalooza '92 all over. Yes, again. you're right. <laughs> you're right because they did what New World Order after that, Thieves, mm-hmm. and then they did Jesus Built My Hot Ride. Mm-hmm. I have never seen them play that live, and that I've seen great. them countless times. Uh, and I want to say they played the remix, the Redline uh, remix version um, of New with, yeah, of, uh, just one fix. Uh, 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 of um, Jesus built my house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. because Gibby Haynes did it had all the, extra the vocals, sampling, and, yeah, and um, you know uh, from uh, uh, the drag racing, drag well, racing. Dra- yeah, you're right. You right. have to hear the version I'm talking about. Um, and that's an argument for another time, mm-hmm. because honestly. For those of you that think that Ministry is just a studio band, you're out of your fucking mind. They are fucking loud. Jesus in your Christ. face and will blow you away. Your brother Jeremy was there, and yeah. he what he had to step back a few rows. We, we had to move back. We were like almost down near the floor where we were seated, <laughs> and we had to go the whole way back to the top where you would walk in from the... Uh, you know, from the from the outer ring of the arena that we were in. Yes. And we stood up there because we had to get further back. And for those that don't know, my brother lost his eyesight in the Iraq War in 2003, and um, his ears are much more sensitive now. And that mm-hmm. is a thing, for real. I know. And um, he, uh, we had to step back because it was just so loud. And, uh, <laughs> you know... Um, Phil came out and was very loud and very powerful, too, but Ministry, you know, they dialed it up a notch. Each band dialed it up a notch, and then by the time you got the Slayer, it was like, holy hell, you know, it's so loud. <laughs> uh, you know what, though? I, the way I look at it is, like, Slayer was just spot on. and um, Well, I think Ice-T <sighs> put it best on his last um, body count record, Okay, the precision of Slayer. He <laughs> talked about that because <laughs> they covered... Um, uh, I want to say they covered Angel of Death on the last body count record. Absolutely. So and, Primus. Uh, Primus did too, you know, years ago. Did they? Yeah, they did. That. Oh, yeah. Well, they used to do it live. It was a live little mix. Uh-huh. But anyway, go on. Well, I, I mean, I was just saying that, um, you know, they, they covered that. And I thought Ice-T and my brother and I were talking about that the next day, actually, when we were driving back to, to from Columbus, that uh, we were listening to that song. And Ice-T's like, you know, he's talking about, you know the the why he decided to form Body Count and um, uh, talking about you know the bands that influenced him and the last thing that he mentioned before they go into the song was the precision of Slayer and I was just like yeah they're very very precise 
Not the most technical band in the world, but very precise. Yeah. Uh, like, honestly, they're the, they're the perfect melding of punk and metal. Mm-hmm. Where Metallica found... they. Metallica found the roots in punk, but Slayer just ran with it. And it, it, people that don't get Slayer probably don't like punk rock. They're just a heavier punk rock band. Mm-hmm. They really are. And they play like Ramones. They just go. Didn't they do wasn't there one album was it Undisputed Attitude all like oh, punk, yeah. punk covers? Oh, yeah, that's some good shit. Um again, I got to see all four Ramones alive and, and when I saw them they went again for almost two hours straight without stopping. I'm pretty sure Slayer did they stop once that night? They didn't. There were no encores. It was just straight like twenty songs and <laughs> twenty songs. Thank you, good night. It wasn't thank you, good night. It was lingering on the stage yes. and you know uh, respect for the audience and the audience giving the respect back to them. And uh, yeah, boy, you know there's going to be another hole in music when they step away. Um, yeah, Max Cavalera talks about it. He doesn't want to be in a world without Slayer. There's, I mean, <laughs> honestly, that that style of music, I just, I don't know who steps in. And, I don't think anybody could step in and fill those shoes. I agree. Um, I agree. And it was the same thing with Pantera we were talking about earlier. Maybe Soulfly, some Max Cavalera, like a little Sepultura thing, maybe something, you know what, but maybe, like, it'll never be that. Gojira's good. I like oh, that. Oh, jeez, don't get me on the Gojira. Yeah. I love that band. <laughs> but we're going to digress for a moment. And what do you think of this band, An Inconsolable Wretch? I really like them. I, you know, they kind of have a little bit of that, like, mm. um, <laughs> well, the song we're going to play kind of has a little bit of that Slayer sort of feel, but they're definitely kind of like more of a hardcore mm-hmm. um, influence, I think. And uh, you'll definitely hear that in the vocals. And uh, it's a good it's a good track. I agree. Okay, so we're going to play Inconsolable Wretch, The Scorn, The Sneers. And sit tight, folks. We'll be right back.
Slayer it. I love these guys. I think they're fun. We'll see. Absolutely, they're they're so into it. But right now, I gotta I gotta I, I have to give a little throwback to my Long Island friends right now. And uh, one of my best buddies in the world, Kevin Matthews, is here in his lovely glam dress, and he's wearing his docking shirt. I can't believe this shit. And he's gonna give us a few rants and think. First of all, it's important that you know that this guy can play effing guitar. Did I say effing? Fucking guitar. This guy can play fucking guitar. And he's been playing since we were 15, 16 years old. And Ingve was his man. Uh, I think he probably surpassed Ingve. Um, yeah, I, he's laughing now. And he's wearing his denim jacket and his goddamn docking shirt. I love it. We're taking pictures right now of you, brother. So, um, yeah. Uh, now, the point of this is, like, I have a problem with all these bands that are coming out lately where you got two Great Whites, two Queensryche, two L.A. Guns, all this shit happening. And I know it's a problem for you. And, and Kevin actually has a problem with some 90s bands where they were well, just not playing the way that this guy has been classically, well, training himself to play. Uh, <laughs> he's laughing, but I've heard him play. Mr. Matthews, what do you, what do you got to say, man? Um. I know where you're coming from with the with the two different versions of these bands. Um, you know, one of my favorites of all time, Queensryche. Uh, you know, it's tough. My feeling is that the singer is is pretty much literally the voice of the band, and I have to lean toward that. I think right off the bat, I have to go. Jeff Tate's the voice, and it's so hard because I liked the entire band um so it's a tough call i mean i've listened to the new queensryche and the singer at times is similar to the old jeff tate which i like right so it, we, it's really a tough call it really is it's hard um i think that queensryche died after uh what's his name left help me out here um both of you Singer? No, Dagarma, Dagarma. Uh, uh, yeah. That that was the death knell for Queensrÿche that we knew. Um, and let's face it, how do you get past Operation Mindcrime as an album? I think that was their peak. That was the peak for me as a fan. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, and we were there for that. They opened for Metallica. Jesus got, Christ. We got to see them a couple of times on that tour. Suicidal Tendencies opened up for them once before or after. And then I saw them open for Metallica, too. Uh, yep. Again, later. Um, they're just phenomenal. I hated what, what What happened? The drummer punched Jeff Tate on stage or some <laughs> shit. It's something Kevin Matthews would do if he got mad at the drummer. <laughs> yeah, that drummer, you know, once in a while, you, you know, they need to be uh, slapped around a little bit. Now, what's your take on this, Sean? You you kind of missed the glam period, but you're you know Queensrÿche and you know Operation Mindcrime. I definitely know that album. I was a fan of that album, and I was a fan. I'm I'm actually I like Jeff Tate's like his newer music too. Really? Uh, he has that. What's that new band called? Um, Shit. No, I heard it. It wasn't bad. It sounded Queensrÿche-ish. Uh, really? I can't, yeah. I can't. Okay, I'll give you that. See, that's why we have a show. We don't agree on everything. <laughs> <laughs> and you and you don't have to. But that, that's why I brought Kevin in. He's he's the I, wild. Well, Kevin's the wild card right now. Well, for I me, I love everything before. I mean, even though I thought songs after Empire were good, Empire for me, when I heard that, I, I the first thing I thought was, 
what the fuck is wrong with his voice? It just wasn't the same. I mean, right away, I was like, wait a minute, something's wrong. And, you know, I can understand. You're out on a long tour. You're screaming into the mic every night. Um, you know, this guy used his voice. Right, absolutely. What I love, too, like back in the old magazine days, Rip and Hit Parader, they said, um, you know, honestly, by the way, you hear Jet in the background. She always chimes in during every show. We can't get around it. It's just one of those things. Uh, she agrees with me right now. I love that one guy wrote in, I'll never know the guy's name, that Queensryche made the bass player important. And I, I totally understand that. When you see them live, that exchange between the bass and the drums back then, there's nothing like it. I haven't seen it since. Right. They were a great all-around band. I know Tate stands out to Garmo, but uh, I'll never forget the first time we saw them live. Mm-hmm. And the drummer had the cymbals hanging on chains and stuff. I mean, he had yes. a wild drum set. And we walked in. Uh, what's the long intro to? Uh, oh, um, uh, uh, X, uh, Anarchy X. Yeah. And it was just like, I thought the building was going to come down. It was one of the greatest things. Yes. I Thank had ever you. Heard. Great so, memory. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Me and Matthews, uh, we saw. Lots of stuff up front. And I'll tell you, we saw a bad show, too. He's wearing the shirt right now. And trust me, I am filming you right now, Mr. Matthews. Um, he, uh, we saw Dokken open up for Aerosmith. And it's still, to this day, my least favorite show. Because Dokken, do you remember a guy hit Don Dokken in the nuts with a penny? And he's like, dude, there'd be two hits, me, and then you hit the ground. It was like the saddest thing ever that somebody could say. And the crowd booed, and like, I, I don't know who goes to a show and throws it was pennies. A bit of a downer, yeah. It was a downer, yeah. And, and, and Je- George Lynch could not get in sync with Jeff Pilson. It was a mess. And then, if you remember, uh, during the well, it was Tyler's bad period, he fucked up on Dream On. Do you remember that? He starts playing the piano or the keyboard, and he it, he's like, "What the fuck was that?" He didn't even know what he was doing. It was a bad show, but they they picked it up later. I mean, they're Aerosmith, but they that put was on a great show. I, I, you know, and the funny thing was, I wasn't there to see Aerosmith. I wanted to see me. Yes, I'm wearing a Dawkins shirt, not an Aerosmith shirt. Exactly. Yeah, I was a big Dawkins fan at the time. So. Huge, huge. They were great. Uh, studio band. I live. They just hate each other. And now I hear that George and Don are back together. Thoughts? I I think I saw something on a reunion reunion um you know right away they wanted to direct me to buy tickets for something right off the bat so i didn't follow (laughs) up and read much about it but uh i think they should go for it okay thoughts on that show how do you feel about bands like that right now coming back i mean i don't know i was never a fan of Dawkins, so i don't know if i have any skin in this game but it's okay man Uh, it's okay no no, we we want your input we need your input i don't like that's fine I mean, like newer bands, like from from like uh, you know, look at like the '90s grunge bands, like Alice in Chains has a new singer. And I love William Duvall. I love that guy. I I saw them uh, over the summer. Isn't I I think Alice in Chains is sounds, you know, amazing. I I can't say as good without Wayne Staley as, but the music is really good. They're not reinventing themselves. Sometimes I hear. When he's singing some of the new tracks on the newer albums right. that he did with them, yes, William Duvall, I mean, um, 
sometimes I hear Lone Star. I'm like, Jesus. He, I'm like, is he, he does what harness the fuck it. Was that? But, the, but then, like, Stone Temple Pilots, this Jeff Gutt and... Uh, it's just not the same for me. No, you need Wyland in that band. Yeah, I mean, I, it was just... Yeah. So, uh, Kevin, what did you think about Alice in Chains Live when you saw them? Um, well, I can't comment in, on any of the new stuff that the new singer has done. But my overwhelming thought, uh, I, I love the song We Die Young. That, thank you. My One of my favorite... Two minutes and 20 seconds in heaven is what I call that song. Right. And they, yes. it, it cranked. It was really good, but... I was hit with the feeling that it sounded like a cover band doing an Alice in Chains song. Mm. Interesting. And to me, I think uh, hmm. when you have a singer that was like that, you have to replace him. And, you know, my feeling is you need somebody that sounds like him to mm. really pull it off. Interesting. And I would have liked it a lot better if, if it sounded like Lane. Steve. Yeah, we all miss Lane. What's your thoughts on cover bands? Yeah, good question, Kev. What's your thought on cover bands? Cover bands? Um, I don't really know. I, I don't. I kind of like when a band does a cover song live. I don't like if they stick it on an album. You know, most of the time it's not better than the original. Um, I don't mind going out to a, to a bar or or a club somewhere and hearing a band do mm-hmm. like like a Metallica band's playing. You know, that can be fun. I know it's not the real Metallica. I'm not going to see the real Metallica. Not like Monsters of Rock. We were there. Yeah. Lost our minds there. There's a lot of debate on that. Mm-hmm. I say I was not at the Monsters of Rock. You and Steve. Oh, yeah, there is debate on that. I have lost time. Sorry. They swear that I've gone. but I- <laughs> <laughs> You were at everything. You know what? You were there with me in spirit. <laughs> I wanted to go. I don't know how it happened. The the money I didn't give money for tickets in time. Whoever was buying them, and yeah, I missed that. <laughs> yeah, but we did everything else, man. Def Leppard, um, uh, second row back. We had to fight for that, and I lost you halfway through the show. Do you remember Tesla opened up, and uh, I remember Jeff Keith uh, staring down, saying, "Ooh, it smells good over here," because they were all smoking weed all around us. Yeah. yeah, but we had to fight because that was like the the first time it Def Leppard came back. Only, and we were outside for a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. They opened the gate, and you were like, you turned to me and said, "Just run." And I just followed you the whole <laughs> way down to the front rail and up against the stage. It was <laughs> no one can understand that. I'm so glad we have this perspective on you with you right now. Because, yes, Sean, seriously, we were outside the Nassau Coliseum, mm-hmm. lined up for hours. Uh, we were probably buzzing off of God knows what Budweiser we were drinking. And if you remember, the Tesla um, drummer was riding a bicycle around. Do you remember that? Just kind of riding around looking at us. And then, like... They like they had horses. They had cops on horses because yeah. it was the big comeback tour. And then they opened the gates, and we literally, Kev, we they we ran like that was a we stampede ran. to get down three flights of stairs and get to the floor. Something yep. they could never and do again. Can't be replicated. In the gated area, we were only about maybe from one to fifty back, so we were kind of in the front. Yes. And I I didn't even look behind me. <laughs> I just took off, and I said. 
shit, I better run. <laughs> I just, you were taller than most people. I'm so, so sorry. It was easy for me to follow. I'm so sorry. <laughs> didn't lose you in a crowd. I was uh, probably rabid that day because it was just one of those things. After, you know, you know, Def Leppard, you know, after Pyromania, what's going to happen? Drummer lost his arm. Guy, you know, Steve Clark, I had to see him. And got, we got to see Steve Clark live. And we saw one of the best shows I think you could have seen in the 80s that day be one of my top if not still the best show thank you that was my first concert so add that to just run when you turn and say just run and i'm like oh shit i forgot that i here you know the horse is gonna run me over oh god bicycle yeah yeah chesla's drummer on bicycle and a bunch of cops on horses yeah no joke folks and you were right somewhere in the middle of def leopard set Somehow I ended up about, you know, in, during all the shoving. and You everything, got I was pushed back. Behind you, and so I fought my way back up. You did. <laughs> you had to fight your way. It was weird. It was a weird time. That shit cannot be done now unless you're in a mosh pit, and we've done that too. Oh, Faith No More. We can talk about that another time. Let's save Faith No More for another show, Mr. Kevin Matthews. Yeah. Thank you for chiming in, but you probably... I was eat. thinking about that last night. Yeah. Right. About the Faith No More show and food as a prop. Sean wants to hear that story because it's a good freaking story. Do. Oh, dude, Faith No More. We're going to save that for another time. And you know they're touring again. Right? Yes, I do know that. Oh, my God. What a okay. nutty ass show. Uh, Kev, give me something else. Yeah, I'm sure you have some stuff on your agenda before we uh, let you go. Um, You know, I'm, I'm just... Uh, I'm searching for something that I can really latch onto music-wise. Hmm. I'm kind of in a dark place right now. Oh, <laughs> ah, yeah. we understand that. We call that I, Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I listen to a lot of different types of music, not just the metal. Right. The newer stuff, there's some I like, but I can't say I'm a huge fan of everybody. Uh, I dip into some blues guitars here and there. Good and things, for you. So I'm always searching. I, I kind of latch onto a guitarist or a singer. So if anyone has suggestions, hey, I'm willing to try anybody. And this guy can freaking play it. That's the difference. Anybody looking for a guitarist? I'm telling you right now, if you're in the New York area, but this guy could probably you could probably record it and send it. I'm just telling you, people are missing out on this guy. Um, Kevin, thank you so much for chiming in. Um, I just want to say thank you for having me on. It. Oh, dude, hey, you got your own segment now. Um, uh, also, too, on that note, what do you think about Lilac? Uh, you know, I had a chance to go through their uh, original EP. Mm-hmm. Besides all the uh, the cover songs they had done, and uh, I like that a lot more than most of what I've been hearing mm-hmm. these days. I think they have a great sound, and as far as their cover tunes go, uh, my feeling on a lot of the old recordings, like you go back to Crazy Train, mm-hmm. uh, Dio uh, stuff, I don't think of, I don't like the sound they had. So to hear them with an updated you know, where you can actually hear the bass. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I love that, that the guitar player plays the solos pretty yeah. much note, note because those solos are as well-known as the rest of the song is. Agreed. You can't play with that. You can't improvise your own solo there. You've got to pretty much stick to it. And I really, I was impressed. I liked them a lot. I was impressed. Right. I was impressed by the singer. 
Yeah, to, yeah, yeah she, very good her vocals, voice, her yeah. vo- right, her voice is amazing. And that kid actually shredded on guitar too. He did kind of. Yeah. My God, the bass player kid's kind of cool. Too. I love the bass player. I'm all about the bass player. <laughs> like he's ready to throw down. He is like ready to yes. the bass over his head and clock you with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that the bass is bigger than him. That's the best part. <laughs> he's a pirate. All right, Mr. Matthews. Thank you so much for your time. And now we're going to go out. What, what do you think? We'll do a little Dio lilac? What do you think, Sean? Yeah, I think so. We're, we're, it's a throwdown. We're going Crazy Train or Dio. What do you think, Mr. Matthews? Go with Dio. Ah! Yes. Good call. All right, man. Thanks for chiming in. Let's listen right. to a little lilac. And thanks for listening, folks, friends, and fiends, to Kettle Whistle Radio. And Captain Sexy is back in the house. All right. See you later. And... Mr. Matthews on the street. Oh, what's the name of the segment? We uh, gut reaction. The gut
or welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, is that the my name is Prince Daniels Jr. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid.